Sound Design. The intention behind Uptune is not to replace sound engineers. It's to enhance musicians who don't have sound engineers. Sound Design. Sound Design Live is produced independently by me, Nathan Lively, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Sound Design Live, the home of the world's best online training and sound system tuning that you can do at your own pace from anywhere in the world. I'm Nathan Lively, and today I'm joined by musician and co-founder of Upscale Technology, Francis Massey. All right, thank you for having me here. So Francis, I definitely want to talk to you about Uptune, which is this app called Your Virtual Sound Man. But before we do that, what is your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> Definitely, it's uh, Break Stuff by Limbiscuit. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like the party's starting after that, and you don't even have to have all the words placed at the right time. It's going to be okay for sure. So, I know you're a musician, so what is your primary instrument? Uh, guitar. Cool. Yeah, I started playing guitar when I was 12. Um, play on a couple band as a guitarist, but um, switch with um, one of my friends asked me to play bass. So I switched to the bass uh, a little bit later, playing metal uh, in a metal band. Oh, cool. And so do you still play both? Uh, yeah, still. And who are some of your, or maybe what's one of your musical heroes on the guitar or the bass? For the guitar, uh, it's Jimmy Page and uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy, uh, mm-hmm. because they are iconal lefty player. I'm a lefty, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. lefty guitarist, so like I had to find some of my hero on my own. On the bass side, um, I'm a huge fan of Red Hot Chili Pepper. So Flea, definitively, like with his funk. So Francis, when I first decided that I wanted to learn to play the guitar. I wanted to get a book of some kind of songs that I thought it would be fun to learn. But instead of getting songs that I actually knew and loved and, and thought would be fun to play or that I thought would be at my skill level, I got a huge book of Jimi Hendrix songs because a friend of mine was a big Jimi Hendrix fan. And I thought, oh, I'll get Jimi Hendrix. That'll impress him. And it totally did. And he, I shot him the book and he was like, wow, that's so cool. I never learned any of the songs in there. I mean, I was like a starting guitar student. I opened it up and it was like, you know, there's like a million notes everywhere. I'm like, what? What am I supposed <laughs> to do with all this? Yeah, I didn't start with Andrex either. <laughs> my, my dad was a guitar player and I start to like play a uh, song from Quebec, like three three chords song. What do you think is one of the best decisions you made to get more of the work that you really love? Quitting my aerospace job. Oh, wow, you had an aerospace uh, job? Yeah, I had. Um, when I graduated from university, I started working on a startup in an aerospace field. Wow. And, like, because when I was going to university, I, like, kind of dropped my musical, my, my music band. Okay. And, uh, like, all my friends were, like one hour drive from me. Okay. So I stopped playing with them, concentrate on my study uh, to be an engineer. Sure, get serious. And, uh, 
Yeah, and I've been involved in a submarine like project, submarine school project, and it was very, very cool. Autonomous vehicle, all that stuff. So uh, I started to work on a startup doing drones in the aerospace field, uh-huh. and I, I, I just worked there. It was fun, but like my music passion came, oh, <laughs> like oh, have the better on me and. Uh, one day I decided to quit and to uh, start that that thing. You had the aerospace job and then uh, upscale technology was the thing you did right after that. Yeah, uh, totally. Got it. Awesome. Well, let's talk about Uptune. So its tagline is Soundcheck Made Easy and your virtual sound man. So at first, I think for me, this feels a little bit threatening. I feel like, oh, you're trying to take my job or why do you want to get rid of the sound man? But I realized after looking at it a little bit more, that it's really just trying to help uh, musicians that don't have access to a sound engineer for one reason or another. And I also just want to point out that, you know, the people listening to this right now are mostly professional sound engineers who don't need this app. But I still wanted to talk to you because I thought this would be an interesting way for us to talk about the work of being a live sound engineer, which this app is trying to uh, simulate or help with, what if I were to ask myself to make a long list of every action that I take at work from the time I walk in the door to the time that I leave, including all the decisions that I made. So it ended up being, you know, this list that's like thousands of lines deep of all the decisions I have to make and things I have to do. But that's kind of think, that's what I'm thinking kind of went into the app. Am am I thinking in the right direction, Francis? Could you kind of talk about the genesis of Uptune, why did it get made, and how did it get made? I have the musician point of view, and having been on a couple of shows um, without sound engineer having to do the sound myself, um, I had a lot of struggle with it, not, not because I'm, I don't have a musical here or, not, or anything, but just like there's too many things happening at the same time. Uh, usually you have a piece of equipment that you don't know well and you, you need to move sliders and knobs and you don't really know how and why and um, so that's that's pretty much how I was like oh I wish I had something to help me in those situations the intention behind Uptune is not to replace sound engineers obviously uh, it's to enhance like musician who don't have some engineer that goes struggling in the bar on a Friday night to get their music here. And we want it to be here the way the musician wants. It's pretty basic uh, stuff, volume balancing, which is a great part of like doing sound. It's really mixing, it's balancing the volume. And there's other things coming all the way, like EQ reference. You don't want to be all jam in the same spot uh, in the mix. You want to be like all over the place to be able to hear correctly bass, drum, guitar, and vocal. Um, and one also, one, one, one thing that I, I notice uh, listening a lot of uh, bar shows, it's the vocal, it's always crowded in the, in the guitar mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't hear the voice clearly. So this is like something that with the Optune you can improve. Right. So what I'm hearing is that at first you just wanted it to help yourself. So when you're in those sort of compromised positions, when 
it's not ideal, but you're still going to make the show happen. You've got to do the sound reinforcement, whatever it is yourself. You want some sort of assistance, right? Right. Maybe to give us all an idea of how this works, could you walk me through um, setup of the app and uh, maybe like a basic sound check using Uptune? First of all, you have to create your band. We got a, a bunch of presets uh, from country to uh, R&B there. And that basically just loads the instruments, right? It says like, oh, you probably yeah. have an acoustic guitar and an electric bass or something like that. Exactly. And we have like um, loudness preset a little bit, but it's not like too complicated. You can go manually arrange it yourself, rename the instrument with your bandmates names. And if like the bassman is stealing the show and you wanted the bassman to be as loud as possible, you can adjust it uh, in the application. That way it's going to sound like you want it to be. So once that is done and you arrive to the rehearsal room or at the gig's night, the optimal way to do it is to connect to pair two cell phones together uh, via Wi-Fi. We are working on Bluetooth multi-device connection right now, but uh, for now, uh, as we're speaking, it's um, via Wi-Fi, so you had to be on the same Wi-Fi. Once the device is connected, you can place the microphone device in the room at the spot where your audience will be or at the spot that you want the sound to be optimized. And the other cell phone gonna guide you through uh, the sound check. So you click on your band name, sound check, you select a reference. That's, that's pretty important, the main concept of the application. So first of all, you're gonna set your reference, start the sound check, ask the reference to play for five seconds. We capture the loudness and we're going to base the all balancing process on the loudness of that reference. What is the source so, of the reference? Is it a live instrument or do I play a CD or uh, some sort of file? No, it's a live instrument. Okay. How do I choose which the reference is though? Yeah, it's up to you. Uh, generally, we uh, like suggest to pick the, the drum kit. If it's not mic acoustic and you don't have action on the the mic uh, the the drum oh i see but so if the drum it you can't has the least control because it's acoustic and it's the loudest from the stage maybe then yeah. you want everything else to be above that so the drum should be the reference exactly or, like or maybe it's the vocal is the prone to feedback like you know that at a certain level you're going to have feedback on your vocal mm -hmm. so Right below that, that threshold, you take the vocal as reference, and then you're going to balance all the other instruments based on that. And if I could just pause you for a second, like these are the same things that I remember figuring out, starting out doing live sound. Like, hey, if I'm working in a room where game before feedback on the lead vocal is going to be problematic, and that's also a very important element in whatever show I'm doing, then I need to start the sound check with that and then make sure everything else is under that. Exactly. Okay, so exactly. continue. <laughs> so once the reference is set, uh, it's typically all going instrument after instrument on your, on your band, and you have like a meter, loudness meter, and a box, a target box, where you want to put the instrument level on that box for five seconds, and then continue to the next, to the next, and the next, till your old band is completed. Cool. The other thing I'm realizing is that this sort of gives you an impartial observer. 
So maybe it would cut down on any fights that might be in the band. <laughs> People saying, <laughs> I, I need to be louder. No, I need to be louder. Well, the app says that you don't. Yeah, exactly. The third party, it's very um, promising in the rehearsal room, like where uh, loudness war is all too common. <laughs> That's great. So this gives you sort of impartial observer, just basically comparing levels and, and hopefully makes that faster and um, more accurate, especially if you have to do it yourself from the stage. Um, and you're saying that in the future, you'd like to include some things like EQ. So then maybe you go through the same process and maybe it says, hey, you should uh, you know turn down the lows on this instrument and turn up the lows on this other one, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, because we ask you, do you have a rock band? Do you have metal band, a country band? So, you know, we know a little bit what kind of music did you play and the instrument so based on the the gender and the instrument we can say oh the rhythm guitar on on that band should be in that zone mm -hmm. of eq so it's not like ultra precise uh it's more a rough eq so you should be there in the mix and right now because of the room's flaws or anything else you're there so turn turn down the lows too and, you know, what's interesting for me about what you're saying is that, you know, the biggest problems usually aren't precise. The biggest problems are usually the vocals aren't loud enough or uh, the kick drum is way too much low end or, you know, big problems like that. So I think yeah, the biggest exactly, problems yeah. in a mix, especially for these situations when it's a small room and, and some band mixing themselves aren't like, uh, hey, you need to cut. 439 hertz with, uh, you know, an <laughs> EQ filter of a Q of 10. That's not it, usually the exactly, and the other problem is feedback. You know, feeds. So we we got a feedback analyzer uh, module also already um, in the application. So when your vocal is mic's feed, you can know exactly which frequency on an eight band or thirty band or uh, whatever EQ that you set uh, to cut to get rid of that feedback. So Francis, I imagine that you. Um, talk to a lot of your other musician friends while you were building this app. What do you think are some of the biggest mistakes you see musicians making who are trying to mix themselves? The amp, it's too loud. Oh, really? <laughs> it's always yeah. So guitar and yeah. bass amps, those kinds of things? Yeah, those kind of things. Uh -huh. uh, it's always, like, my first advice is to on stage keep amps low. And how do you do that? Like, so if they're, they are mic'd, if they're mic'd. Right, if they're mic'd. And sometimes even yeah. if they're not, they're too loud. Okay, so I'll tell you my theory about that, yeah. and you tell me what you think, because you're a guitar and a bass player as well. So my theory is that first it's the placement that people like to put guitar amps behind themselves playing right at their calves, and most people don't have ears in their legs. So they can't hear it, so they need to turn it up louder. It's also pointing straight into the audience, and it's not pointing up at their heads. When I used to do more concert sound in, uh, and I had house gigs at, at uh, concert venues, one of the first things I would do is talk to the guitarist and say, hey, what works really great in this room is if you can put your amp up on the stand and point it straight at your head. <laughs> sometimes I, that would work and sometimes it wouldn't. But I don't know, what do you think is, is that... What do you think is the reason that um, guitar and bass amps end up being too loud? Oh, I think you totally pointed out um, the amp is straight to the legs of the guitarist, straight in the face of the audience, uh, especially when it's mic'd. It's not uh, not necessary to be that way. You can 
pointed out to the guitarist Eds, so uh, they, they can hear the the guitar well and the PA well. And the other thing I should say is that I think, especially with maybe less experienced bands or musicians, is because they have uh, the, because they're more nervous or have more fear, they feel like they need to turn up louder because they like they can't hear themselves. They need it to be really loud so they can hear really well because they're afraid. Like there's some of that psychological stuff going on as well. Yeah, hear yourself. It's practically I think it's the most problem that I I hear in my career doing that app. Speaking of tons of musician, it's really the monitoring. Like I can't hear myself. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, musician, like with the, the application, I was like, oh, you, you can balance yourself so you will have the, the greatest sound in the room. Your audience will be happy and they are like, yeah, sure. But if I can't hear myself, like it's, it's not going to work. So that's another uh, big, big problem to tackle also. Okay. Do you think you're going to have some other app in the future or an extension of this that's like, Helps you figure out how to hear yourself better. The the big next step is to um, partner with mixing console, so you can the the sound engineer will be more involved with the application, and they can like send um, monitor mix through the application. That way, the musician with in ears or the monitor on stage could adjust themselves. Interesting. Uh, so for instance, we talked about mistakes that other people are making. So what about you? What do you think is one of the biggest or maybe most painful mistakes you've made either as a musician or um, in your current job as, as the f- co-founder of this company? Uh, as a co-founder, I make a ton of error okay. <laughs> for sure. But as a, <laughs> as a musician, the biggest one is I throw myself in the crowd. Um, Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> like physically you jumped into the crowd? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, why was that a yeah, mistake? Uh, because I was not uh, having a wireless system on my guitar. <laughs> oh, because you had your guitar on and you jumped into the crowd yeah. with it and then it just came unplugged? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so you can imagine the noise uh, coming out the, the amp at that moment. And like my band did great. They, they continued the the show, but I was like, oh my God, what happened? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to live that rock star lifestyle. I get it. Everybody wants to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was very energetic at that time. <laughs> what is a book that has been helpful to you? It's uh, the Bobcats Mastering Audio. Oh, cool. Yeah. A little bit cliche. <laughs> I think everybody know that book, but like it's the, the first sound engineer that we hired at the company tells me about that book. So I, I go straight buying it and reading it. So it helped me a lot to understand like the other side, nice. the other point of view. And then what about podcasts? Do you listen to any podcasts? The one that I listen the most, it's Startup from Gimlet. Yes, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Like helped me on my startup journey. Um, the other startup for the rest of us also, it's, it's pretty good. Where is the best place for people to follow your work? Uh, downloading the application. <laughs> you will be <laughs> on the newsletter. Um, our, our newsletter, it's a good start from our website. So upscalifemtechnology.com. Like you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Well, Francis, thank you so much for joining me on Sound Design Live. Hi, thank you. Sound Design. Sound Design Live is supported by Learn Stage Lighting, Scott, Pedro, Ryan, Bob, Martin, Roadie Free Radio, 
Joel Ellis, Jim, Xenqui, Nicholas, Nicholas, Kuba, Chris, DC SoundDop, and Dave. You can start supporting Sound Design Live for as little as $1 today over at patreon.com slash sounddesignlive.